0: Looks like your cat's about to sneeze.
1: Oh, that's her ass face.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, that's her ass so face. So
1: she grooms me because when you're when you're in a cat family, like when you have cats, they if they groom you, they think that you're just a big dumb cat. So like she grooms me all the time, but I taste terrible. So <laughs> she gets like this, like this ass face. Uh, she goes right for my ear, and what's more gross on your face than your ear? Like what's in there?
2: Nose is so probably she- close second.
1: Yeah, she's never gone for my nose. She's gone for my ear before. And then she gets like, she sticks her tongue out and then she gets this ass face. And it's like, why <laughs> did I even do that? I'm just a big, dumb, dirty cat.
2: <laughs> Paula's tagline for this episode
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm Paula, and I'm a big, dumb, dirty cat. <laughs>
2: Welcome to another episode of Brian Guy and his Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Paula Miller.
1: Raylo is my halo.
2: And he stalls. What's up, pup, 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 podcast people? And he might be throwing some shade Paula's way, but Mike Bradley's here. Well, if you predicted, i <laughs> I mean... It's hard not
0: to she's, at this point. Well,
2: she's just baiting it. <laughs> so... Do I have to separate you two?
1: I, I had to make my own, like, file on Facebook for all these pictures because I'm just a junkie. Like, sh- I'm shooting Raylow up my arm, sniffing it. I'm just, I am absolutely addicted. It's disgusting. L- listen. I mean, I literally got Raylow in the mail today. Like, I, I ordered, like, bobblehead Raylow, Like, I can't order one without the other.
0: Well. It's a
1: sickness, and I'm not alone. Luke
0: never joined Vader. I don't see it happening here. I, I just hmm.
1: Vader didn't live long enough to like have those moments. Be, but he would have. He was redeemed. He was the chosen one. So let's so,
2: see this argument play out. We we are we are time sorry. constrained. Oh, yeah. We have to move.
1: <laughs> we did our own Kylo, podcast. Th- yeah, far, right? you guys
2: should just do the Raylo, Raylo, podcast, Raylo podcast, podcast where Mike just shits on everything <laughs> and Paula supports everything. <laughs> and it would be Kylo you know, goes out like Vader
0: with Ray's dying love, and <laughs> Ray dies alone not long after
2: <laughs>
1: every, I'm, every, Relo fan I can just shoot <laughs> down. Let me know when you want to like lay some money down. <laughs>
2: um, all right. So yet again, if you, uh, we're, we're already starting, but our conversation revolves around star Wars yet again. Um, they can go notoriously long. We're going to try to stick this to a strict time schedule. If we can, of course, we always say that and we always go over, so we'll see how well we do. Um, but to set up our topic, I feel like I'm going to have to go over some background information, get everybody up to speed if you haven't been following along. Um, a few weeks ago, we talked about our impressions of Lucasfilm's latest Star Wars movie, which is Solo, a Star Wars story. Paul and I were on that episode. We both said how much we actually really enjoyed it. and But we also talked about how much that film was set to be a box office failure for Disney and Lucasfilm. And more to the point for Solo, we're, we... we can't talk spoilers for that one because Andy is here, but Andy hasn't seen the movie yet. So we're going to keep this general spoiler-free for Solo as much as we can get, in, can get into it. Um, but anyway, the movie, the budget for that movie, we talked about it for the review, started at $150 million. Original directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, were fired from the movie with three weeks left of principal photography. This left the movie in a very, very dire position. Now, some of these rumors that have come out of the last week are now saying that Lucasfilm wanted to delay the movie at that point, and they wanted to push it from the May 25th release date to a December release date to give more time to salvage the movie. Disney apparently was fed up with all the delays on all the previous Star Wars movies and refused to allow Lucasfilm to move the release date. Not only that, but since the Avengers Infinity War was due out at the beginning of May, which was then moved up to a week earlier at the end of April, Solo would not get preferential treatment with marketing, so they were still sort of on their own as Disney pumped up Avengers. Um, the only thing Disney did allow was the production budget increase of basically whatever was needed to finish the film to make it hit the Memorial Day release date. So somewhere around that time, Ron Howard was brought in to finish the movie. Uh, rumors are saying he finished about, or reshot, sorry, about 70 to 80% of the film, which brought the budget up over $250 million. So to make a profit, it's always safe to say the movie has to double what the production budget was if you factor in marketing costs and stuff like that. And currently, the film is about around $346 million worldwide, which falls somewhere around $150 million short of breaking even, which is a big hit for Disney and Lucasfilm, and it's the first Star Wars movie to lose money. So since Solo's release, there have been numerous rumors and articles about the fallout from this movie. There's rumors of Kathleen Kennedy stepping down or possibly being fired from Lucasfilm. There's rumors that Lucasfilm is no longer looking to hire new and upcoming filmmakers and will instead only work with veteran directors. Uh, Most recently, the main reason, and really the main reason for this discussion, there's numerous sites reporting that Lucasfilm has put all of their standalone Star Wars movies on hold, which includes the rumored Boba Fett movie, Obi-Wan movie, and any type of solo sequels that they had planned. So... In the few days since those halted standalone movies, the movie rumors started, Lucasfilm has told ABC News that the reports were quote-unquote inaccurate, and that there are still multiple Star Wars films in development that have not been announced that are separate from Ryan Johnson's other Star Wars trilogy that he's working on, and whatever series of Star Wars movies that are coming from the Game of Thrones producers, um... And we talked on the Solo review and listed a bunch of reasons why Solo may have underperformed, whether it was the marketing, the release date, possible Star Wars fatigue, The Last Jedi haters, all that stuff made the list. And again, after seeing Solo, I think we thought it was a really, really good Star Wars movie, but for some reason no one seemed to give it a chance. And then the rumors of all these other standalone movies being put on hold, it seemed like a very reactionary decision to make from Lucasfilm. The blame seemed to be placed on the film, I don't agree with that at all, the more I talk to people about this, the more heated I felt like I was getting when we started talking about this. And so it really made me kind of want to frame the podcast around this discussion and see what how everybody else feels and what we think might come out of this, if there's any truth to what we're hearing. Um, I've calmed down a bit, I think, since then, since some of these updates to the story have been somewhat encouraging. Lucasfilm at least coming out and saying, you know, the reports are wrong and we're still working on stuff is better than what we were hearing originally. So, just to open up to you guys, I guess, and get your thoughts on this, um, maybe I'll just start with how much do you think we should read into this? Do you think some of these unannounced Star Wars movies, such as Boba Fett and Obi Wan, are scrapped, or do you think Lucasfilm was just taking time to rethink their strategy with these standalone movies? I personally,
0: I'm going to say not everything you read on the internet is true, um, and there's a lot of Star Wars haters out there after The Last Jedi. Um, it, it created a, a lot, lot of... lot. Yeah, it, it created <laughs> a lot of problems for people. And so creating rumors like this would not be a shock to me to just be something that was completely fabricated. As well as, I will say, I think this stuff is just baloney about them canceling these projects. The stuff about
2: Kathleen Kennedy may not be. Um, okay, so let's stick with the the movie part of it first. Okay, before we get into the Kathleen Kennedy stuff. I, on um,
0: the only thing I would say is on that aspect, I just one point that I would make is that if Solo releases when the Last Jedi released, take away the Last Jedi release and push that say to this year in December, and have Solo released this past December, that Solo movie makes more than Rogue One. Okay. If you release it in December this past year without The Last Jedi, without the competition, without all the other factors. I think all the factors you listed added up to all the different problems that this movie was going to have. But I, the movie itself is good enough that if you put it in that slot without the competition, it's making just as much as Rogue One did.
2: I think even if yeah, it would have moved I to agree. December this year, I think it would have been fine. You still have some of the other factors in play, right? Yeah, later. the the haters of the Last Jedi still might avoid this movie, but I think just not having the competition that it had in May. Oh yeah, the, the competition I think would was make ridiculous. all the difference.
0: They, like what everybody knew was going to be one of the biggest movies of all time, released a couple weeks before it. Right. We all knew that was coming. Like we all knew ahead of time this movie was going to tank because you had Deadpool and
2: Infinity War to compete with. And Deadpool's looking real smart now because they were supposed to release after Solo, and they moved their release date up the week before Solo. Yeah. So either they knew what was going to happen or they just figured out, oh, we're going to take our chances, and they won that bet. Yeah. Then what does Fox have to lose? <laughs> I mean, well, at this point, yeah, I guess that's true.
1: I also saw on um, Twitter, Ron Howard responded and said the same thing, like the rumors, um, don't believe the rumors. Don't believe everything that you read. it's They're not true. So that was straight from Ron Howard's Twitter. Oh, about but all the standalones I agree with being
2: on hold and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, um, but yeah, I agree with Mike. I feel like if it was released in, like you said, this even this December, it would have, it definitely would have been a rogue one. Yeah. Generator.
2: Uh, Andy, any thoughts? Uh,
3: well, it sounds like Ron Howard righted the ship from whatever they thought Chris Lord and Phil Miller were doing what I can tell from everyone's reaction to the movie (laughs) Um, so I'm kind of excited that they're um, like that he might be in like the pool to do more solo not solo Star Wars story movies Mm. outside of like the you know main main story stuff so if we get more Ron Howard Star Wars stories sounds like that would probably be a win
2: yeah, I'd lo- actually love to see him come back and do another, especially a solo sequel. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I would, yes. I'm itching for that. The, 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 it, it, honestly,
0: if Ron Howard and John Kasdan want to do it together, I am all behind it. Yeah,
2: because I think Larry Kazdan's done, but yeah, his son could definitely keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like and like I said, I think when we talked about it last time, you can always ask Dad what he thinks. You know, even if dad isn't yeah. officially working on it, when it's dad, you just give him a call. It's like, hey, I was thinking, no, don't do that. Yeah. You know,
2: <laughs> so. Well, the thing, the only thing with these stories is that I don't think they're just rumors. Like, it, I, I found separate articles from different sites that I find credible, each saying they talk to specific unnamed Lucasfilm sources that are saying something behind the scenes is happening. Now, whether or not them... Lucasfilm taking a pause with these movies and trying to rethink budgets and how to make them and where to distribute them translates to they've all been halted. That could, you know, just be lost in translation somewhere.
1: And maybe they're thinking that they were flying too much to the left with directors, too, because from what I read, it was they wanted to get like some fresh, unheard of, maybe new directors, but. That's not working for them, obviously. So now they have to go back to the drawing board. But um, Brian, you can correct me if I'm wrong. When I was doing my research, like we've been hearing about a Boba Fett movie since like 2014. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's been in the pipeline forever. So like all of a sudden they're saying, oh, no more Boba Fett movie. Well, we've been waiting forever. So
2: there's a lot of these movies that are talked about, but never they have not been officially announced. As much people want to talk about an Obi-Wan movie getting started and being in production. That has never been officially announced. Same with Boba Fett. There's rumors that James Mangold is making a Boba Fett movie, but Lucasfilm or Disney has yet to come out and say James Mangold is making a Boba Fett movie. Same with, like, way back in the day when, uh, why am I blanking on his name, but the guy that shot Rogue One, Gareth Edwards, um, directed Rogue One. When he was announced as that director, somewhere in there, they said, oh, Josh Trank is going to direct a Star Wars movie as well. (laughs) No. They never told us what movie that was. It no. was rumored to be Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Now things played out differently, and Josh Trank got fired or left that project, whatever you want to believe. So they they've had a revolving door of young, talented filmmakers filmmakers that they can't get to these movies or keep. Now, whether it's creative differences or or what it is in the development process that is pushing these people away from these movies, that's something I think that needs fixed. I I do really think that. The standalone movies should be done with new up-and-coming filmmakers, and those should be the experiments. I think you use the veteran experience directors for the episode movies, 8, 9, 10, 12, whatever you want to do, and all these in-betweener movies that focus on characters or, or new characters in a different era or something. I think those are the ones where you experiment with genres and different styles and mm-hmm. let people have fun with a Star Wars license that you can't typically do. Rogue One and even Solo, to an extent, all feel like classic Star Wars, which isn't bad, but I guess I, I wanted something different. Yeah. They experiment maybe with the genres a little bit, because Rogue One was kind of like, you know, the war movie, and Solo felt a little bit like a Western and stuff, but they they still really, really felt at their core, to be Star Wars stuff. And maybe I still expected something a little bit different. And,
0: and I don't think that you're necessarily wrong, and I think that there's some proof to that, and that, you know, Ryan Johnson wasn't really that established director, and you have, you know, the reaction, even though I love Last Jedi, you have the reaction to Last Jedi from all these people that's obviously, you know, a large amount of it was negative. And you yeah. have Ryan Johnson doing that, and, now we, and that movie made a ton of money, but it negatively affected a movie that I think people that have seen it are kind of unanimously behind. You know, people really like the solo movie. Not as many people have seen it, but they really like it, and it's a Ron Howard movie. And So we have a Ron Howard movie that came out really great, according to pretty much everybody, and a Ryan Johnson movie that came out about half and half as far as opinion on it. Yeah. And I think... Had it been the other way around and, you know, The Last Jedi had that overwhelming support from the people that watch it like Solo does. And Solo had the eh, 50-50, there wouldn't even be discussion about whether or not they were going to be canceling anything. Because Solo would have made a killing and people would have just wrote it off as, well, okay, Ryan Johnson just wasn't made for Star Wars or something. And then he wouldn't have been asked back to do any more of the episodic Star Wars, or not the episodic, the, you know, Star Wars stories. Yeah. And people wouldn't, the the, the community wouldn't have had such an upheaval about it had it not been a main episode that there was that divisiveness involved in.
2: That's the thing. I always thought I I was really expecting Solo to get better numbers just based on word of mouth. Anyone that I talked to that had seen it loved it. And you'd think that would generate people to want to go see the movie just from positive stuff that you're hearing from people that have seen the movie. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, there's some people that I know I talked to that said, yeah, I I do want to see it. And then just that time of the year with Memorial Day weekend being busy and then like summer stuff for people. It never seemed like a lot of people that I felt like wanted to see it couldn't find the time to go. And then before you know it, it's out of theaters because it didn't do very well. And now you can't really see it.
0: Yep. Yeah. And a lot, like, just like we said, a lot of the people that I talked to said, well, you know, it was that or Infinity War or it was that or Deadpool. Right. And,
2: you
0: know.
1: I mean, I'm already seeing um, pop ups on my Facebook page for ordering it for the pre order for the (laughs) DVD. Yeah. So I'm like, why do I need to see it again? I'm just going to order it.
2: Yeah. I'm hoping it does gangbusters on home video. Like, surprises people yeah. and really sells well on home video.
1: But Although, I did not see Rogue One twice. I only saw it oh, once okay. in the theater, but I did, I, I purchased it. You just so haven't
2: watched it since you bought it?
1: I, no, I watched, I've watched it. Okay. I just only saw it once in the theater. Okay. So, the same with, I really had great intentions of seeing Solo again, but like Mike was saying, there's so many movies out there that I have to see, and I'm like, I just didn't find the time. Right. To see it again. So it's popping up on my timeline. I'm going to pre-order it from Target. I'm going to get all the (laughs) goodies. So why am I going to, you know, waste my money to go see it again? Right. Not waste my money, but it was a great movie. But um, I'm reading a lot about, um, like, why people didn't go to see it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it was because they were upset with Ryan Johnson. They're upset with Kathleen Kennedy. They didn't like The Last Jedi. But a lot of people, too, are saying it's fatigue. Like, it's just... You know, it was too soon. It was right after The Last Jedi. So, yeah. you know, is Star Wars, is there fatigue of Star Wars? And I'm thinking to myself, my God, like <laughs> how many years were we without any Star Wars? Right. Now we're tired of it already. Uh, it's well, just so frustrating.
2: I think we talked about on, on our review, Paula, when we did it, that the the marketing for Solo happened so late, maybe two, three months before the movie came out. And right when it started to ramp up was when you see advertisements for the home video release of the Last Jedi, so that was overshadowing mm-hmm. the promotion for the next movie, on top of all the other blockbusters that were coming out. It just got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, the, the way I, I... like
1: oh, Brian. How many times are we talking about like when the 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 um the preview? Like we didn't even get the preview. Oh yeah. Of it till really late. Yep.
2: Well, I think the first trailer was what Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. and that was in February never when the before. movie released in May. Yeah. I was thinking, that you know, take the movie,
0: put it into this December, and have them do what they did with The Last Jedi. Release that trailer in April, this year, to get people ready. Don't announce it, don't let anybody know it's happening, and then just, you're in the theater for, I don't know, something that came out in April. Infinity War, maybe. And (laughs) what a better movie to promote it with. And... All of a sudden, bam, solo movie preview. You didn't even know the solo movie was happening. Instant hype. So you
2: know what we could do is we could actually question someone who hasn't seen the movie and figure out why he hasn't gone to see Solo. <laughs> Andy, you were on the hot seat.
3: Um, I just didn't have the time. We just, I, we've been really bad at seeing movies in the theater lately. We've been doing a lot of uh, home movie watching. <laughs> okay because uh, we still have a pretty huge backlog of that. Um, as far as being mad about Ryan Johnson and the Last Jedi, I, I like that movie a lot. It's not my favorite Star Wars movie, but uh, I'm all for any other Ryan Johnson Star Wars movies out there. And as um, give me more Star Wars. Like, it, it, I'm I'm pretty much check the box of yes for any of the Star Wars stuff that'll come out. So I don't I wouldn't say that. You know I'm Star Wars out or anything. Well, the other about. way to
2: look at it is yes, there's there's probably a little bit of franchise fatigue, only because I think six months between movies, especially maybe Star Wars movies specifically, because we're getting Marvel movies like every three months and that's fine. But maybe Star Wars movies should be at least a year apart just to give you that time to digest the one that came before. Yeah. Um, but if you for people that didn't like The Last Jedi, why swear off every other Star? If you don't like that one. Okay, so that one kind of sucked. Just watch the next one. You're going to continue to get Star Wars content. People Maybe you'll like the next one if you to just go see Revenge it. of the Sith. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did people see Phantom Menace before they were like, nope, this movie sucks? And then, and then,
0: like, and then the Clone War, The Clones. People, yeah. Attack of the Clones. People go to see that, like, you know, same thing. Like, after Phantom Menace, they went like crazy to see that. And then two movies in a row that were generally thought to suck.
2: And. Revenge of the Sith still killed it. And maybe maybe that's the different mentality. Well, maybe that's the difference between three years apart of movies. It's like they see Phantom Menace, you have to wait three years for Attack of the Clones, but by the time Attack of the Clones comes around, you're like, you know what? This one's going to be good.
1: <laughs> and then you
2: see that, and then you're like, uh, I don't know. And then three years go by, and you're like, you know what? This one's going to be good. And yeah. I don't know. It gives you time to... Antici- they build up the anticipation for that, too, when it's that far apart. I feel like Attack it of the does Clones give you I think time is a good
0: example because you knew the third one in that series was gonna do gangbusters because you knew you were getting that conclusion to the Darth Vader story. That that yeah. origin story. You knew what was coming. The first one was the you know, Phantom Menace, that was the first Star Wars in what, twenty years? So it was like, Oh yeah. my god, everybody's gonna go see it. Attack of the Clones you know, there there was really nothing to draw people into that as the middle movie. And I think that, you know, Last Jedi is having a bit of that middle movie, you know, melancholy, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I, I think... Hey, Andy, let, let let me ask you this question. I think this is an important one because hey, I don't know that you really addressed it. You, you said you've been having a hard time getting out to see movies. Did you see Infinity War in the theater? Yes. And did you see Deadpool two in the theater? No.
2: Just out of curious curiosity, Andy, what is the last movie you've seen in theaters? Was it Infinity War? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well,
0: I, I, and I think, yeah, I was hoping we could shed some light there, but it, it didn't work. <laughs> we don't
2: want to make Andy the punching bag for all this.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I just wanted to find. Um,
3: it's my. Andy, I do <laughs> want to
2: spin spin back around. Yeah, we're going to blame you at least a little bit. Hashtag um, my fault. <laughs> Andy, I want to spin back around to you. As far as what do you, what, do, how do you feel about them possibly doing away with experimental and like up and coming directors? Do you, do you like the idea of them going just traditional veteran directors for everything?
3: No, no, I don't. Um, the problem is, is I, I don't feel like they're giving the experimental directors a chance. I mean, even uh, Gareth Edwards had people come in and reshoot stuff. Um, as much as, you know, uh, the Lord, well, there was a lot of, (laughs) there was a lot of, um, drama around that one, the, the Ron Howard takeover, but I, I feel like they're not giving it a chance. They're, they're making these snap decisions without really letting these things soak in and seeing how these things do. They're like, nope, don't like it out, out with you. Fuck off. Go somewhere you know just you know let it sink in let it let
2: it it might shine you never know you know i don't know and that's a valid point because i think you know they're they're bringing all these people on they're trying to do something and they're then i don't know if it's just the amount of money that they're playing with where these star wars movies have to be a hit for disney like they don't want to take a hit on star wars so if they if they try an experiment and it fails they're they're less likely to try that again, and at this point, it seems like they don't even want to experiment anymore. Right. And I, I think f-
1: they're very afraid of failure because, like, you're working with the Star Wars franchise. Like, there's a lot of expectations. Like everyone's got a high level of expectations for a Star Wars movie. Right. So, I mean, we we were getting them so far and few between that it has to be great. But then you give Ryan Johnson a movie, and then look what happens to so that. Everybody has a really strong opinion of whether they love it or whether they hate it, and then. You have Kathleen Kennedy, who's pretty much taking the fall for that. So she comes in and says, "You know, this isn't the direction that a Star Wars movie should be. It's not the expectations that we're looking for. We're gonna we're gonna change it up." And either, she's she's pretty much screwed either way.
2: Well, yeah, and let's spin into that. I was gonna with the, with the Kathleen Kennedy stuff. The,
0: the only comment I would have on what was said before is that I think with the experimental directors in these two Star Wars stories, they went to tell. They took two very monumental things to task in these first two, with Rogue One and Solo. They're two very important parts of the story that people would have these deep emotional reactions to if anything was done wrong. And I think that might be why the hand-holding was happening so much with the new directors they were taking, which kind of defeats the purpose of getting new directors, in my opinion.
2: Right. Yeah, I don't know when the experimentation happens, if you want to try to get people hooked with stuff they know, but now it's it's like, you get used to what you know, and then, what? Oh, (laughs) I I wonder how
1: much George Lucas knew about, like, the Lord and Miller version, because he visited the set with Ron Howard, so I wonder how much he, like, I wonder if- Yeah, I mean, I guess
2: I never really read or heard that Lucas was on set for when Lord and Miller were shooting. It only seemed like he showed up the first day Ron Howard shot, just to yeah. be a calming presence, I guess, on set. After
1: Maybe like, hey, everything's okay. Right.
2: Yeah, it's one of those
1: wink, the George Lucas wink, wink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's spin off into the into the Kathleen Kennedy stuff because I think th- this is the other rumor that may that I want to dig into because this irritates me too, and I mean, I guess I can understand what's happening, but the someone is basically going to have to take the blame for Solo. Now, they started pinning it on marketing, and they blamed the marketing department that the, the movie wasn't marketed well enough to be able to be a hit. But, like Paula was saying, and, and I think Mike too, with The Last Jedi being as divisive as it is, sure, it made a shit ton of money, but you splintered the fan base. And then some of the fallout for that hit solo. So now this seems like a trend as far as the company is concerned. Disney, and maybe, maybe Disney, maybe not even Lucasfilm, but Disney, is now concerned that the cash cow that they bought is not going to bring in as much money as they should as they think it should be doing. And if you look at all the the revolving door of directors that have come through Lucasfilm, you could probably pin that all on Kathleen Kennedy too, whether it's her idea that they're, you know, these movies are not living up to what they should be and and she wants to to make the she has an idea for what they should be, so she brings people in to fit that that mold. But it's not looking good from a PR sense if every time you hire a director, you fire them before they finish the movie they were hired to do. And that's happened at least three times. Yeah, that at least twice, maybe three. New and
3: upcoming directors not even want to be a director for your movie, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Nobody's going to want to come close to these Star Wars movies. At first, it was like, okay, we're going to give these people that grew up with Star Wars a chance to play in that universe. And when they start playing, you're like, no, 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 you can't play that way. You have to play my way. Yeah, like that. (laughs) That's not the way to do it. I don't think, but.
0: Yeah, I, I think what, like what you're saying is like they're bringing in a new director. This person, we're like, we're, we like your style, we like how you're doing things. Here's your script and story and your, you know, your screenplay, and this is exactly how we want it done. Um, do that, give us that, and we'll be happy. Don't give us right. that, and we're probably gonna get Ron Howard to fix this, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> he has yeah.
1: like a secret fat phone <laughs> in his house.
2: Now, as much as I'm reading rumors about Kathleen Kennedy being on the chopping block and either getting fired or, or resigning or something from Lucasfilm, there's always the articles that counter that. Right. So – and I even read one not to, to counter it, but there was one that popped up actually today. And I don't know anything about the Daily Wire, so I don't know how much of a credible source this is. Um And just the author of this sounds like they hated The Last Jedi, just the way they're phrasing, the way they're talking about Star Wars, and they make it seem like it's a good thing if Kathleen Kennedy goes, which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. Um, But they're talking about somebody that, uh, I guess it's it's a YouTube source. There's someone on YouTube that apparently knows, got wind of something, that Bob Iger recently held a secret meeting with Disney Top Brass, including the heads of Pixar and Marvel, on ways to fix Star Wars. And part of that would be Uh, 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 Kathleen Kennedy being gone and then trying to find someone to replace her. And the article goes on to say that even if if it was up to that possibly even Iger wants to fire her, the problem is no one wants to touch this franchise now, mainly because I guess I guess my interpretation is that if you take over Star Wars, just like if you took over a directing job for a Star Wars movie, you are expected to perform well with this franchise and if you don't you're in the lose-lose scenario for that kind of thing so i don't know who wants to step into that
0: yeah if you succeed with star wars it's like great good job you made something like star wars succeed right
2: good and if you fail it's an epic failure but i think there's a lot of people that are loyal to kathleen kennedy too so i don't know like if you oust her and bring someone else in to replace her i don't know how well the behind the scenes stuff is going to work there i
1: I mean her resume kind of speaks for itself she's amazing
2: yeah Um,
0: and so the daily wire i would take every single thing you ever see on that with a very fine grain of salt
1: that's just that was very infuriating
0: yeah Yeah,
2: the the daily wire is not not reputable um (laughs) Yeah, because according to the I mean, according to the source that they are they are citing that even that the possibility of Kathleen Kennedy leaving that they apparently even tried to offer it to J.J. Abrams and said, do you want to be the president of Lucasfilm? And who turned it down flat on the spot and said, I don't know, I don't want to do that. This is this is what I'm reading for the article. I see your looks. This is this is what I read.
0: And that that's all the more reason that, you know, it's in my opinion that that that's very clear that it's hogwash. Um, there's not a single person in charge of a company like Disney ever in the history who's gonna look at a director and say, "We need you to run the entire f- company um, because JJ Abrams, if there's a lot of things he knows, I guarantee you
2: one of them is not accounting. <laughs> um, I think they have like, people for that. Like I think it's more they want someone to craft stories and get this get the franchise back on track. Which is more less so in maybe the business side of it, but more so in like what can they do to bring fans back into the fold?
1: I think um, like if they if she were to retire or step down, I think um, like a suitable choice would be Dave Filoni, since he oh hands down yes yeah Yeah. if there's a choice although
2: please that's the other thing too is like someone that's that creative like that and working on stories and well of course that goes against the argument I just made but. Like I I don't know if he would fit in into the, to the I guess the businessy side of it, but as far as telling good Star Wars stories, yes, if it's up to him to tell good Star Wars stories, yes, for the all me by all means put him in charge.
0: Yeah, I mean if they feel like they need a new creative direction, one that doesn't mean you need somebody to be the new head. That Kathleen Kennedy does not control all creative. You know what I mean? She's not. Well,
2: that's what they have the story group for. Yeah. Like, the story group helps craft stories, too. So if people are sign, if that group and Kathleen Kennedy and people involved are signing off on these stories to the point where they're being made into movies, she can't be the only one to blame here. Not to mention, the other freaking three Star Wars movies that came out, Force Awakens, Rogue One, and Last Jedi, all made over a billion dollars. Solo is the only box office failure as far as Star Wars is concerned, so this is still too early to jump the shark on her.
1: Yeah, the first three Star Wars movies I wrote down globally grossed four billion dollars.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, and so as div- as divisive as the last Jedi was, it made a shit ton of money. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. let's not
0: forget that Disney's giant stomped all over Solo. Like, it, it, like don't get me wrong. Like, I'll come back to Infinity War every time with this because it's not to me that's the answer as to why Solo failed as hard you know not only do you have a bunch of people who maybe only go see a movie once every couple months and if they have a choice between the biggest Marvel movie that's ever been made or a side story in Star Wars, they're gonna go to Infinity war. Everybody knew that that was gonna be there and Disney made this two bil- two billion plus you know off of Infinity War and cost themselves money on solo at the same time. Yeah,
1: And I wonder if, like, with Kathleen Kennedy making the decision about doing Solo over Boba Fett, over Obi-Wan, like, maybe that's, I didn't really even think of that, that's why some people were kind of turned off, too, because they want that Boba Fett movie so much.
2: It could be. So I mean, even, even before, for that reason, even before The Last Jedi, Solo didn't seem to be a movie people were clamoring for. Right. I think just the idea of casting someone else in that role that's not Harrison Ford, you've already got people that don't want to see the movie. Yeah. So I think it already had an uphill battle.
1: So people hate on her for that reason as well, like why why do we have this movie that nobody really wanted? Where's my Boba Fett movie?
2: Yeah, that could be part of it. Um I do sort of just not to like cut everybody off, but I do want to try to keep it moving. I'm going to leave everybody with this. Um just for the record, do we think Kathleen Kennedy is going to either get fired or retire sometime soon? And if you think soon, when might that be? Like, do you think she'll be out before episode nine? No. No. Mike? Yep. Paula?
1: No, I, I really don't. I think she's already had a vision for what's happening down the road with Star Wars, and I really don't think she's going to leave.
2: At all, or not just not before nine?
1: Not before nine.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm Mike. I think you're in the minority. I'm going to say if she leaves at all, it's going to be after nine. I think they're since, especially since they're in the middle of production for nine. So I don't think they they'd axe her now. I think if anything, they wait till nine comes out. If nine is a hit, and makes like brings people back to the franchise and makes a shit ton of money, I could see her sticking it out and you know them letting her go kind of. But if somehow this underperform, if episode nine underperforms, I think she will be a casualty. Um, I I
0: I can see what you're saying there. Um, but let's also not forget that we still have, what, 18 months until nine. So with 18 months to go until nine, if there is any further rumbling in any way about problems at Lucasfilm, I, you know, like if, you know, whatever movie's coming after nine, will be in production before nine releases, obviously, because it, yeah. it'll it be going. And I think if anything goes wrong with whatever that movie is, the incident goes wrong, there's going to be backlash against her. And it's going to... Yeah. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I think with everything, it saying... just seems like... the. To me, I'm interpreting it as like the higher-ups at Disney are reading Twitter. And that's how they're basing their decisions. And that irritates the fuck and out of me.
0: It irritates me too, but that's the reason I think that she gets the axe. Oh, that's... right.
2: Yeah, if that's where they're getting their information, then yes. yeah, Hands down, she's going to be gone. Yeah, I and don't agree with the decision. Because the vocal minority of butthurt Star Wars fans are all over Twitter all the time. Yep. And, um, yeah, that that's what I'm basing my judgment on. It's not what I want
0: to see, just where they're getting bad information off of the wrong right. sources.
2: yeah. Um I want to spin back around to the this uh spin-off movies. Like we sort of talked about it but I don't think we got too much in depth. Uh do we think they are halted or do we think they're being reworked?
1: I don't even think they were like
2: you don't think they halted at all for whatever reason. They're still in the even pipeline. I don't think they were
1: yard. in. I mean, they never really even announced them, so they've always just been rumors. Yeah. So, I mean, Boba Fett um obi-wan and even a yoda movie like they've all kind of just been like let's talk about it but nothing's ever really come to fruition right like solo had so But someone needs to do something before Ewan mcgregor gets old
3: yeah that's a, yeah
0: <laughs> or maybe they don't waiting know for him to get older <laughs>
1: oh good point
2: <laughs> uh andy you want to jump I'm in
3: sorry. uh i was just gonna say that um Maybe they didn't put a halt to things, maybe they're just kinda of tweaking their strategy a little bit and then people are like, Oh my god, fuck us, it's not gonna happen now. <laughs> We're just tweaking a little bit, you know? Just just turn that dial one way or the other, you know. I just think they you know
2: And I think that's a valid argument. I think after after solo disappointed at the box office, they're gonna go, Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We don't wanna spend 150, $200 million on these movies anymore and take a hit. If we can cut that budget in half and do something for around a hundred million, ninety million dollars yeah, just to a just little, a little tweet. limit their losses. You don't yeah.
3: need to, like, fucking shut down Lucasfilm for all the butthurt Star Wars fans out there.
0: Right. And I think that's more along the way, I would think, is that they're looking to say, so instead of trying to make these a giant blockbuster film, how can we do something like what Deadpool did when it first came out? How can we take a smaller budget... In turn, a Boba Fett movie, a, you know, the Obi-Wan movie, a Lando movie, you know, something like that. How can we turn that into a smaller budget, big success movie? And, I mean, the answer's always been right there in front of you when it comes to Star Wars is less special effects. Um, You know, make it more story and content driven as opposed to space battle driven. People want to see space battles, space battles are fun, but less of them and more dialogue, more story will solve a lot of that problem for them.
2: And I think the prime example of like a mid-budget Star Wars movie would be that Obi-Wan movie. He's alone in the desert on Tatooine, that's one set, you're not worried about traveling the galaxy for that kind of special effects. Granted, I'd love to see him turn on his lightsaber, but if you do the story right, he probably doesn't even have to turn on his lightsaber. That's special effects that you don't need there. Like, there, there are ways around it for an Obi-Wan movie where you could make that for $60, $70, 80000000 million. Yep. And even to the point of that, some of the rumors that I was hearing, too, is that there are, they're possibly rethinking where to distribute some of these movies. So there's certain sites reporting that they might be saving some of these standalone movies for Disney's streaming service next year. Oh, don't do that. If they do that, would you pay for Disney streaming service?
1: Yes. No.
2: I would protest it.
0: Um, like, that would be something to me that, like, to me, that's that's something I stand against. That's Disney saying, fuck you to fans. Like, that's saying, you know, like, fuck you, pay me more, bitch. I got your, you know, I got your fix over here. Um you know, c- but that's why they're buying all these licenses. Oh, I that's know. why they
2: have Pixar. That's why they have Marvel. That's why they have Star Wars. That's why they're going to get Fox. I know, I know, I know what's coming. I'm just not happy about it. All right, <laughs> like I'm, ha- I'm happy I... about it and I'm sad about it at the same time. I'm happy for because I've already conceded. Like I know I'm going to sign up for this Disney streaming service, whatever it is, whenever it debuts. I, I am, I have to be a subscriber now. So telling me that there's a possibility to get Star Wars movies on top of whatever Star Wars TV shows they put on the service is like icing on the cake.
0: That for me to be willing to pay for it, there is going to have to be a lot of content. That's new content that is produced. If they're just putting the entire library of stuff they've already made there and making, like, one season of something similar to Rebels every year, yeah, count me out. I have no interest in it whatsoever. If they're putting out a movie every quarter and they're putting out a season of some show every quarter... Okay, you're you're gaining my interest more.
1: Well, they do have they announced that new series by the Game of Thrones kids. So, yeah, is it going to be a movie? That, is it going to be on the, the streaming?
2: Yeah, I think the Game of Thrones stuff is mo- is some sort of movie series. They don't they mm. they it's not clear if it's two or three movies.
1: Okay, but, but Ryan Johnson's also doing a trilogy,
2: right? Yes, but I mean, like I don't like Ryan Johnson stuff. I can see being bigger budget. And I don't know what the Game of Thrones... There's no details on what the Game of Thrones producers are making, so we don't know what Mm -hmm. kind of budget that is or what story that could be. Right. But those, I would imagine, would be theatrical releases somewhere down. They need something after this next trilogy is over, after 9. And if they want to hedge their bets with the standalone movies and sort of keep them under wraps or lower budget, or if the standalone is what hits the streaming service just as another avenue... That I think all the other movies that are in current production right now, the Ryan Johnson's trilogy and the stuff from the Game of Thrones producers, I can see that stuff being theatrical.
1: Well, they can't possibly have a streaming service and not have like, you know, something like that for us.
2: I mean, I think there's gonna be Star Wars content, definitely, on that service. What I don't know is if it's gonna be random movies on that service. Yeah. And that's where that's where I'm a little unclear. and, And I mean, even
0: for me, it's something where it better like yeah, you need the Star Wars content, but you need the Marvel content along with that. Yeah, I mean, like, all that stuff they're talking about, you, I'm going to need, you know, new Marvel shows being put on there, new, you know, something to, I don't know, make it worthwhile. Because you know it's
2: Disney, and they're going to charge you some insane price for a monthly fee. I feel like they can't go much over what other people are charging. I could see ten to fifteen bucks a month for something like that.
0: The first number that comes to so my a... mind is twenty four ninety nine from Disney.
2: See, if it goes over fifteen, I don't think you are going to get a lot of people. I would, I would still be hesitant. As much as I would want that content, I'd be hesitant to do it for twenty five bucks a month. That I am fifteen, I could, I could do.
0: If they keep the price right, yeah, I could see it working. But I just, I just know Disney. Like, I just like you go and try and buy any old Disney Pixar movie on Amazon, on any, like, digital format. Um, the Incredibles is a good example. It's still $25 on Amazon to buy digital Incredibles, or digital Beauty and the Beast, digital The Lion King, digital... Any of these movies are still, like, original shelf price. Right. Any other movies down to $6 when it's that old, but not <laughs> from
2: Disney. Um, all right, so we kind of talked about whether or not we personally would do the streaming service one way or the other. Do you think that Disney will release some sort of Star Wars original Star Wars movie on the streaming service? Yes or no?
3: Netflix is doing it, so why not them? I'm not happy about it, but yeah, they're, <laughs> they're going to do it. I agree.
1: Definitely. Paula? Okay. Oh, yeah. They got to put Dave Bologna to work somehow. Well, he's, well,
2: he's working on the next animated series.
1: Yeah, yeah so it's probably going to come out on the streaming
2: service. Yeah, but I, I think that was already announced. I yeah. think they already said that. But we're, we're talking oh, really? straight up movie, though. Oh, we're,
1: yeah, we're yes. talking like, like a live a- like
2: if Obi-Wan, the spin-off Obi-Wan movie gets yes. made, will that end up on the streaming service or will it be theater? Or do you think they'll just do theatrical for all the live action Star Wars movies?
1: Maybe that's what they're looking at right now.
2: Yeah, I think I, I definitely think they're trying to figure out if that's viable. Like, I don't I don't know what yeah. where the profit is on that. If people were paying 15 bucks a month for something that they could pay in the theater to see multiple times i feel like it would make more money in the theater i or at the very least you could do theatrical release and then like six you know three or four months later put it on the streaming service just like netflix or something would do i think that would be a way to go
1: so maybe star wars doesn't have to be big budget every single time like maybe we're thinking too much into, it has to make, I mean, obviously there was, there's problems with Solo, but maybe it doesn't have to be a blockbuster every single time. Like you were just saying, like maybe cut the production costs, make it a little smaller. And then, you know, the fans just have to get used to it. Not always being a blockbuster.
3: I don't see a problem with any of these movies just turning into like cult classics, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Solo yeah. still has time to be a really solid cult classic. Because I mean that, that's, you know, that's, that's the... years down the road. People are like, man, this fucking movie is great, and we're gonna buy the shit out of it now. Because now, like, people are like, oh you yeah. Know, it, sometimes it takes a year or two for movies to be like, wow, this movie's damn. You know, like
2: I'm gonna buy this shit more the shit out of the initial release. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's even more the point. Like Paul was saying with the budget, if you if Solo's budget of 250 million got cut to 100 million then the 350 worldwide that it made actually turns a profit. So if you just sort of hedge your bets and not put as much into the movie as maybe you think you need or or tweak the script where it doesn't require, like Mike said, as many special effects and, and that kind of thing and keep it a little bit more intimate to cut the budget, I think then when it makes $150 million, it's it's either breaking even or, or making a little bit of a profit where it's not a complete failure then, you know, they, again, we, th- we thought this movie needed to make $500 million to try to break even. I think they wanted it to make a billion dollars. That's just what Star Wars does. And I think that's part of the reason the panic button seems to have been hit and why people think the panic
0: button's been hit, even if it actually hasn't, is that, you know, Disney acquires Lucasfilm and all this and they make three movies and you have $4 billion off of three movies. And then the fourth movie that comes out makes $350 million? And yeah. that's why the panic button seems to have been hit is what the hell just happened? Why did it drop? Like they probably expected a drop because of all these other outside reasons. But when the drop yeah, was so big from one point, this billion, one point that billion and then 300 million. Whoa. What just happened? Um. And I think that's the biggest thing is just not that it didn't necessarily make that much money. It's just, Holy crap. It, like, it's that low.
1: Yeah. And maybe, you know, Disney doesn't know much about the casual Star Wars fan. Like, the person who's just going to a movie because it's a movie and not because it's just Star Wars. But, <laughs> you know, we go because we love Star Wars. We know the story. We know the backstory. But maybe the casual person is like, I really don't need to see an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Because right. I, you know. That's they go for the I'm episodes running,
2: so yeah. and the stuff in between doesn't really care right. for them.
1: Yeah. Right. If they think it's not going to be big budget, they're not going to go. So,
2: Right, but I mean, like, I don't know, Rogue One still killed it. it but I think that... I, I honestly think there was a lot of people that went to Rogue One thinking it was a sequel to Force Awakens.
0: Hmm.
3: You thought
2: people were... There was still, you give people no, so were, little credit. You always think people are so stupid. No, because and, I talked to different people that said the exact same thing for me. Oh. They watched the trailer with the Death Star in it and Darth Vader. And the first question is, oh, Darth Vader's back from the dead. Oh, they built another Death Star. No, this is not a sequel to what you saw the year before. People could not wrap their hand around that from the trailer. They just see familiar Star Wars things and say, I'm going to see it. I guess I give the population too much credit for... I assume everyone's an idiot, and it seems to work out pretty well. (laughs) I usually talk to everyone like they're idiots, but I assume they're smarter than they are. I don't know. (laughs) Um, alright, because I do want to kind of wrap this up a little bit. I'm trying to think of like some final thoughts here. Uh if we if they are not halting the standalone movies and going forward with standalone movies, which standalone movies do you think will be announced? If any?
0: Um I'm gonna give you two. Uh one is fingers crossed Ahsoka. Um like just i i would die for that um the the one i in most that i think is an obi-wan movie i think that'll get announced that's just the next logical step in my mind
2: okay paula
1: um wow i agree with mike (laughs) oh that hurt we (laughs) should should write today on the calendar
0: (laughs) We can disagree oh, about Rayla okay. all you want, but we, we can agree about Ahsoka <laughs> and Ahsoka being awesome.
1: Yeah. I would definitely um if they told us something at Star Wars celebrations and it it's Ahsoka, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> like I'm gonna run around, like take my shirt off, put it around my head like a <laughs> helicopter, just like go crazy. Um but I, I have to say like the most information I was getting on the the Interweb was about um A Boba Fett movie, so. Okay. I mean, we need more of him, of course. So that's and with you know. As far as director from Logan would be an amazing. Yeah, I
2: think as far as all the rumors have been for these standalone movies, Boba Fett's still the only one that seems like if James Mangold is working on Boba Fett, that's the Mm -hmm. one that still seems like it has a director attached. Right. There was a rumored director for Obi Wan. The rumors that I read recently had said he left the project before Solo came out. Right. So, so Obi- if Obi Wan is happening, it's directorless and doesn't have a script yet.
1: Exactly. Boba Fett
2: seems like it may be moving forward, so that's a possibility. Uh, Andy, what do you think?
3: Boy, I hope that uh, Boba Fett's an R-rated movie. Oh, I don't. I don't think they'd do that
2: ever with a Star Wars movie. Oh, man, it worked with Logan. It did. I don't think we'll see it, but it—it's it, a nice thought.
3: Um,
2: I—I I, I honestly.
3: <laughs> don't have any predictions but uh, i i hope obi-wan and boba fett
2: okay um we talked about it a little bit i think on the solo review too if they do a boba fett movie i'd rather see not boba fett have his own movie i'd rather see boba fett spin into the solo sequel that's what i want to see um but as far as standalone character driven story obi-wan for me is the top of my list i don't i don't know what that movie would i mean like i have an idea what that movie would be can I... Of, of him watching over Luke and stuff like that, but I I do want to see Can that. I make a separate suggestion, as well as something okay.
0: that maybe we haven't thought of, that maybe hasn't been pitched around, that maybe they've... If they're smart, they would have done this, and they would have kept it under big wraps. But, what about Luke? A, what, a Luke origin story or something no, like that? Not No origin story. Luke since Return of the Jedi. What happened? Where's he been? What's been going on? Tell that story, you know, between then and Force Awakens fully, not with well the difference the flashback
2: stuff with Ben and all that. Tell the full story. I think if they did that, the only way they could do it is have Mark Hamill and DH him in the computer. Mm-hmm. I don't because I think. The fact that you have him in the original trilogy and then you have him 30 years after that, if you put a different actor in that gap, it's going to be really fucking weird. Oh, no, no, I'm because, not talking about with different because I'm not talking a different
0: actor. I'm talking, like, legit, tell us the story of what the Knights of Ren were. Make make okay. that the basis of the Solo Luke movie.
2: Okay. It's, I like the concept. I don't think we'll get it, but I I like where your head's at. Actually, you know what? Close second for me. I want a Vader movie. I've talked about this before. I I Subduing want something. Yeah, I want I want something between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, where he's just ripping the shit out of Jedi, hunting them down. And I I don't think he's the main character. I think he's the Terminator of that movie. I think you frame it from the point of view of the Jedi on the run from him, and he's hunting them down and picking them off one by one. That's um, I I would kill for that. Like the Ahsoka. the scene in Rogue One. Make that a yeah, movie. Yeah, I was about
1: to say that would. Yeah, we could tie Ahsoka into that really easy.
2: That's, yeah, that's true too. But yeah, I, I know um, where you
0: were going. The scene in Rogue One. More of that, please, anytime. Yes. Just yes. make that a whole movie. And I'll just watch him just kill people for two hours. Yes. I don't
2: care. They've planted the seed in that for Rogue One. And now that you've seen it, you must have more. And it's it'd be very easy mm-hmm. to do. You stick whoever is tall and big in the Vader suit. And you're fine. It doesn't have to be a big actor. It just has to be some guy in a suit. Yeah, exactly. Make it happen. Um we we talked about what we think we might see. Any idea when when they might announce some of these movies? We'll try to we'll try to wrap up with that one. Uh
0: I think you get your next announcement
2: when you guys are at celebration. I agree. You guys are going yeah, to I celebration? Think, uh me, Paula, and our fr- uh, friend Leslie is going to go. <laughs> so there's there's three of us decided we're going to go to Chicago. Oh, is in Chicago this year? It is in Chicago. I, I expected to be overseas, but then when it said it was Chicago, I was like, I could drive to that. Yeah,
0: I, I may drive for a day or two. I'm not staying for the full five. There, like I may buy tickets and just go for like the Saturday Sunday thing. But
2: you might want to look. I think Saturday might be sold out already. Damn. Okay. I, I, yeah, I went a lot quicker than when we went.
0: Yeah. Which is weird, considering. All the stuff that's going on, and now the tickets are right. all the people that hate I Star Wars.
1: Okay. I hate Star Wars. Here's my money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: yeah so Star Wars Celebration in Chicago is in April of 2019. So I think, just like when Mike and I went, that was April was when they deba- debuted the trailer for Last Jedi. I imagine they will debut the trailer for Episode 9 there. And with it being that big of a Star Wars convention, it makes sense to announce other movies that come out there. So I think that's the logical guess so I would agree. Um and I'm sure we could really dig into this some more. I'm trying to, to keep it moving cuz I think we've hit our time limit. Um we have. so any any kind of closing thoughts to wrap this up.
1: Just frustrated. Just frustrated with the fan the angry fans all over the place. It's just This is kind of cathartic to get it off.
2: Yeah. You know, my It always seems to- like the, it's the vocal douchebags that ruin it for everyone. You yeah. may or may not even be able so to get rid Yeah,
1: you know,
0: that's it's too, just.
2: Twitter. Yeah.
1: And everything on Twitter was like, see what you did? Now you've ruined Obi Wan for the rest of us. Right. So thanks. Yeah. A thanks a bunch.
0: Um, if the true fans are really the ones that are so butthurt about it, I think at your celebration, if we're going to get an announcement of one of these, you have a black screen. You have the tops of a couple Leku sticking up, and a couple of (laughs) white lightsabers light up and across them, (laughs) and that's all you give them. But you make it very clear that it's live action. You don't give it a title, you give it nothing else. Make it very clear it's a live action thing. That's all you give them, and those fans are instantly back on board. That would be a good promo. Yeah.
1: I'd lose it. I'd, I'd like to right hire me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Yeah, you don't even have to have put to a date on pants. it. You'll, you'll have your fans back yeah. instantly. You don't even have to be yeah. like,
0: "Oh, coming in 2020." No, just just make it happen, no. and then they'll forget.
1: Yeah. They'll
2: be... <laughs> Paula, we'll get you some adult diapers for the weekend. Oh my god, I'm gonna
1: need Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. What's that smell? Oh. They, so <laughs> <laughs> they showed the Ahsoka trailer. Everybody smells Paula. anyway that day, yeah. that weekend. It's oh fun. good. I'm gonna get an education. <laughs> I spent
0: 18 hours in line. Eighteen hours yeah, in line. That that happened. I'm sure we didn't. And nobody smelled good at the end of that.
2: <laughs> uh, Andy, any closing thoughts? Um, it's hard to I, top that shit in the diaper thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no,
3: no, I don't. I don't think I have any. <laughs> I, I hope they uh, just tweak it. I hope they don't stop everything. Uh, a little bit of tweaking can go a long way, and I, I think people are just kind of like, oh my god. Freaking out about stuff that's not really a huge deal.
2: Yeah. We'll have to check back in with you after you've got around to seeing solo. Yeah. Think.
3: Yeah. I think it's already out of theaters, so I'm gonna have to wait a little while.
2: If it yeah, if it isn't, it's probably got one more weekend before it's gone. Um, yeah, I agree with what most of these guys said. I I'm hoping they're tweaking some stuff, maybe lowering some budgets, rethinking a little bit of their approach with some of these spin offs, but I do not want the spin offs to go away. Um I, I hope we still get them I'm looking forward to them'm I'm, I'm hoping at some point they they they're taking the wrong lessons away from why solo failed I, th- I think it's a lot of the other reasons we mentioned release date and possibly franchise fatigue too close to last Jedi that kind of thing but I guarantee you after nine they're gonna try to push another they' for whatever reason they're married to these may release dates and I think it's a really stupid idea when you've had three movies cross a billion dollars that released in December and now you release one in may that you're hellbent on releasing in May and it doesn't even hit 500 million but that's not the lesson they're going to take away. So I'm I'm hoping somebody gets wise and learns the right stuff from this little hiccup and that they come back and, and nail it with a lot of these movies because we all love Star Wars. We don't want Star Wars to go away. And if these butthurt fanboys have their way, they're they're going to kill everything for us. So fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Um, as far as the the podcast is concerned, like sort of what Andy was saying, having trouble seeing movies, we're having trouble keeping up with movie reviews. Um, I'm falling behind on Incredibles 2. Jurassic Park was this past weekend. Um, I'm anxious to talk about those two. Ant-Man comes out very soon, so that's another one we're going to have to hit. So we might have some reviews to churn out somewhere next month, hopefully. Um, we will try to get around to those. Is it, any, I, Andy, I guess you probably haven't seen any, but Paul and Mike, have you guys seen any of those other movies?
1: Yeah, I saw Incredibles. It was amazing. Okay. I'm
0: going Andy. to see Jurassic Park probably...
2: Saturday, I think. Did you see Incredibles yet or no? No. No, I didn't. Okay. I'm not, I'm
0: not, I wasn't as into Incredibles. I liked it, but I wasn't like hyped up and willing to go and put up with a bunch of children in the theater. Um You're terrible. I I do I can't deal with kids in the theater. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. So, like I just I want to strangle parents. You'd be
2: surprised how many kids were in Jurassic Park, too.
0: True. But I'm not going opening weekend for that either. There's certain okay, ones I just enough. avoid opening weekend. And Incredibles and Jurassic Park, I'm not putting up with kids. Infinity War, (laughs) I'll deal
2: with it to go see that. Fair enough. All right, so we'll probably have to try to loop back around and cover some of those movies. after. They'll be way late, but we'll try to get to them at some point. Um, As far as this show, if you've enjoyed the show, please stop by iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review. Be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show, which is now available on Google Play. I say that as if it just happened. It's been there for a couple months. Hopefully you've, you've found it by now. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Search Bryguide Guy and Super Friends" or go to facebookcom slash Superfriends. Like the page. Leave us a comment, questions, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff. I will find it there. I won't find it on the email address and Twitter account that I'm about to list, but you can try us anyway. At BG Super Friends, or sorry, Braguy Super Friends at gmail.com. It helps if I give the right address. Or there's at BG Super Friends on Twitter. All of those will work. I probably won't see them. You can try me anyway. We'll get you eventually. I'm going to send you a bunch of stuff on this. <laughs> I hope you do. Please <laughs> check out the sweet check. And savory couple. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Mike's plugged too. Uh, on behalf of Paula, Andy, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.